This is number 96, Free, Present, Effortless Love. Unless you're just dipping in at number 96, you probably listened to number 95 before this, which was also about love, and which I opened by reading one chapter of 99 Stories of God by Joy Williams. I have another of the 99 Stories of God by Joy Williams that I'm reading to open this edition of the podcast. Yesterday, I wasn't sure why I was choosing this as a source for an opening moment in this uh, thought for the week, for the moment, this thought about love. But today I realized there have been so many things written about love, said about love, understood and misunderstood about love. I don't know anyone who has a take on love that is fulfilling to me. So in order for me to say what I want to say about love, something that I do know about love, I will introduce it with something that is enjoyable to read and that is open to interpretation, but that because it has to do with human interaction also must, by definition, be about love. Number 43. They had been married for 35 years. When the occasion arose, she preferred to use the word pantomnesia, he the term deja vu. She argued that pantomnesia has Greek roots, meaning all or universal, panto, and mind or memory, mnesia, and therefore is a more technically accurate term. He suggested that she was a snob. She said that déjà vu simply means already seen and refers specifically to visual experience when there is so much, so very much more in experiencing the unfamiliar as familiar. He reminded her that they had had this conversation before. And then the title, Her eyes were set rather close together, which gave her an urgent air. If you've made it this far, thank you for humoring me. A Course in Miracles suggests it isn't our job to look for love, but rather to find all the barriers within ourselves we have built against love. This comes from the idea that in the very essence of what we are, the deepest experience of what we are, we are consciousness itself. We are spirit. Consciousness or spirit is the essence of everyone and everything always. As such, the thing it wants to do is to experience itself, enjoy itself, and love itself. Some would say the Veda would say that all of this multiplicity, all of this relative world experience is, in fact, in order for there to be a me and a you so that love can flow from one to the other. Because if the oneness just knew itself as the oneness, there could be no flow because that love would be everywhere. So the truth of me wants nothing other than to love, and yet I seem to have barriers against it. 
So when we find it difficult to love, it's always because we're identified as the ego rather than as spirit. We've forgotten that we are spirit having a human experience and fallen into the misconception that we are humans having the occasional spiritual experience. From this identity, the thought of loving brings up the fear that we may lose something. Yet what is there to lose? The truth of the universe is its oneness. The truth of me is my oneness with. As the oneness, there is nothing I can lose. When I'm identified as this one thing, love is free, present, effortless. It's my nature, not just the nature of the oneness, but my nature because I'm identified as that oneness. Identified as that oneness, that one thing, I'm an outflowing of love. There's nothing I need from outside myself. Because as the oneness, there's nothing outside myself. Everything is within me and available to give. Love is mine to give. And because I'm full, because I am the oneness, the fullness, giving is all that I can do. I must pour myself out into the space around me. Pour myself into those other places of myself where love can be received. Because the opposite, I'm identified as individuality, as ego. Ego wants. Ego is empty. Ego needs. Ego is trying to avoid death, its own death. Ego will take and take, trying to fill an unfillable void. As ego, when you get something, there's less available for me. And to give to you is unthinkable because I feel empty. I have nothing to offer. And the little I do have, I must hoard. Maybe there's a time when I will get enough and I can begin to love, but until that happens, I must get. How do we find our way from one to the other? This is one of those paradoxes. It's by loving, by giving love, by going against all the screaming voices in our heads and lives that say, don't be a fool. Where's mine? Why does it always have to be me that gives? How dare they ask me for more? I'm tired of giving. It's time someone gave to me. I'm supposed to give to them when they do that? We hear these voices, we thank them for sharing, and we love anyway, in spite of ourselves, in spite of our ego selves, in spite of what a bad idea it might seem to be. And by choosing to love, we deny the ego's lie of our emptiness, and we lay claim to the fullness that we are. When I choose to love, nature says, ah, one of us woke up enough to get with the program. Let's support that. And we have the love available to flow through ourselves. One little footnote here for anyone who says, yes, but love does not necessarily have to look the way I think love is supposed to look. And there are countless different ways to love, many of which I haven't even begun to imagine for myself. And if someone is dangerous to me, emotionally, spiritually, physically, 
I need to find the correct distance from which I can truly love that individual. We choose to love. We deny the lie of our emptiness. And we lay claim to the fullness that we are, the fullness that is the truth of us. And we love. Today I will make a point to give what I want to receive. Instead of looking for love, I will look for where I can give love. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Embracing Bliss. I started this podcast and the book it's based on to offer a daily reminder to myself as well as to you that we have the freedom to choose happiness. And if ever we needed happiness and freedom to choose in this world, now would be that time. So please do share it with someone you love, send it to a friend, and also please stay in touch. Links for Instagram, uh, the book Embracing Bliss, and to sign up for my newsletter can all be found in the show notes. Until next time, have a great day.